What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the MPP, the Noah Patrick podcast. This is episode number 60. Got to the 60 mark. Got a lot to talk about in this episode, so excited to jump right in. Yeah, we got plenty plenty of good, stuff huh? here i guess yeah sure i mean i don't know was it any different from any other intro yeah. but uh <laughs> i just gotta let you know noah that i am not coming from you from lake tahoe south lake tahoe um, you know the luck finally ran out and uh we're not getting that 50 50 split anymore no money's coming in so it's because you, you gambled it all he I did told me, gamble. He it. sent me a picture. He's like, "Yo, I just put a thousand in all of our savings on this." He's like, "And <laughs> I'm put putting a thousand in. on black, you know." Yeah, and red. guess what? It was red. Yeah. Yep. So, so. don't have the luck. Uh, at least Patrick doesn't have the luck gambling. So, and you really, you really dropped the ball there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll say, I, I, <laughs> I guess speaking of stuff that's dropped, J Cole dropped an album last week, uh, last Damn. Friday. And, uh, you know, we had a week now to give it a listen, think about yeah. it, see whether we like it or not. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you really like it? Is that, that what you're going with? Oh, no, no. I just said that I like that we gave it a week to oh, listen to. Oh, okay. uh, you know, usually we haven't done an album drop review in a while, but I think it was only right to do it with J. Cole. I know Noah's a big J. Cole fan, so I'm, I'm excited to see what he says about it. But for me personally... It's probably one of the best albums I ever heard. I gotta say, it's it's pretty good, Noah. It's pretty good. Also, I gotta say, it's short, too. He gets the job done. He, I don't know how many songs it is. Like 12, I think. Yes. Something 12, like that. Something, but it's like yeah. under 40 minutes. Man, it's good stuff. Yeah, so I'm glad you thought it was one of the greatest albums ever. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, I I personally don't think it was his best album, but it was definitely a really it was like a great album, better than a lot of these other ones that come out that obviously we don't really talk about. But you know it's it's nice to to have someone who is one of the greatest of all time, you know, drop an album. Yeah, and I I I think it was great because there isn't a song in there that's like, oh I don't I don't I don't have to listen to this one. Like I can listen to all of them. Like every time I, I play the album, I can just listen to it all. There's not one on there that I don't like, and like you said, it's only a, it's only a 36 album, so I can just you know listen to it when I'm going to work or just whatever. Just just go through the whole album, not even have to pick it up later, like an hour and a half album. Yeah. So the total time is 39 minutes and eight seconds with 12 songs. So, yeah. Yeah, a little more than three minutes per song. But I th- I thought it was really good. Do you have like a favorite song or, or, or song you don't like on there at all? Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I like all the songs. Um, the only ones I'm just going to exclude is that uh, Interlude came out like a week earlier. So we did have like a taste of the album. And then the climb back did come out. I don't know how many months it was. It was during the pandemic, but so I've ar- we've already heard those songs, so I'm going to exclude those and say, like, I can skip those songs because I've heard them early and before the album 
but I gotta go best songs and they're all in a row. Okay, Noah? My Life with 21 Savage, Applying Pressure, Punching the Clock, 100 Mil, and then Pride is the Devil. Those five songs, listen to them all the time. Those are my best songs. All right. You you didn't have any that you disliked? Uh, I don't dislike any of them, but those five songs I can listen to and be happy. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't think this is his best album, but it might be his best overall to where, like, I can listen to every single song on it. I don't have to skip any of them. I think they're all great songs. But I think he does have some some better albums that have better songs than these. You know what I mean? Like, I, like these songs are just better, but overall, at least had, like, multiple songs on here. I really liked I don't No bad song, in my opinion. My favorite, though? Let me see. I, I, I do like the ones that said My Life. I really like that one. Uh, 100 Mil. I think a lot of people really like 100 Mil. And then... One, uh, one that I don't think a lot of people give enough credit is Close. I think Close is the best song in my wow. opinion. Yeah. yeah, definitely a fan. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of that one too, but I don't know. I think Pride is the Devil. Once a little baby comes in, you know, J. Cole's rapping, doing his thing, and then not even a break. The very next word, it's little baby, and the transition is so smooth, and I, I saw everyone on Twitter, like I saw people reacting to the album. Everyone lost their crap when Little Baby came on and they're like, wait, what? It's like it caught everyone off off guard. So Yeah, I mean, I'm personally not a, a big fan of Little Baby. I mean, you know that if you listen to the podcast, you already know that. Uh, but I, I really like how he came in. I like like you said, I like how they just like transitioned with each other, like in the same word, pretty much it was. Yeah, uh, it was like really smooth. It was, it was a really cool transition, and then a uh, really good song also. So, yeah, uh, it was good. But do you know? Do you, do you want to compare a little bit to other albums? I don't know if you if you really know too many. Uh, I don't know uh, how, how deep. Yeah, you're I was looking at the disco discography, disco discography, discography, yeah. <laughs> Disco discography, yeah. I mean, I haven't, it's been a while since I listened to a whole J. Cole albums, but just looking at the pictures and uh, <laughs> remembering the songs that I know, I know 2014 Forest Hills Drive is classic, is like, yeah, a classic album where I know pretty much all the songs. And then also For Your Eyes Only. I think those two albums have to be two of my favorites and that i think j cole you know when you play a j cole song like it's just a vibe you know yeah. like he's always a vibe he has songs that can get you hyped and then there's songs that you just want to chill go for it you know yeah yeah uh like he's not like a party person if you're gonna go to a party you're not, probably not gonna hear too much j cole every now and then you'll hear Probably J. Cole, probably like uh, um, maybe like a, a Crooked Smile or something, you know, one of those songs on there. But I think this could be a top five album for him. Definitely. Uh, you said it was like three almost because you just said Four is Tills to Drive and then For Your Eyes Only. Uh, surprisingly here, 
Um, I'm glad you said that because I have four souls drive uh, first probably for him. And then I had like, I had it better than For Your Eyes Only, this last album. Um, but I didn't have it better than maybe Born Sinner. I think Born Sinner might be better. Um, I don't know if you heard Warm Up or Friday Night Lights, but those are both really, really good albums. And I, I don't know if, I don't know if it's better than those or Sideline Story, but I do think it's better than For Your Eyes Only. Um, KOD, I like KOD, but I didn't think KOD was one of his best albums. Great album overall. I listen to it pretty much every day since it came out. You know, I might drive it to work. So same. Yeah. It's around that time where if I skip those two songs on my way to work, I'll get through the whole album. Like perfectly almost, on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost perfectly. So it definitely works out. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's all that's all I got on it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think I did see a lot of people, you know, there's always gonna be people who don't like certain things, uh, albums and stuff. Uh, you st- he's one of those guys you have to really listen to what he's saying and then you'll appreciate like what he's talking about so next year it's my turn for my segment and yeah i don't know it's just running out of ideas guys i don't know what to look for anymore maybe, maybe i have to go back and do some of the older stuff noah what happened to the pickup lines <laughs> i just bring those back right now <laughs> Pick up lines for the win. Oh my goodness. See, but you can only do pickups lines so many times because a lot of them aren't very good. And no, then... it's been 54 episodes. <laughs> How much yeah, longer I, I probably you... <laughs> I probably used all the good ones already. <laughs> There's not many good ones. So maybe for uh this segment now, Patrick, um, we can we can just do little pickup lines to each other. What, what do you think about that? Sure. I'm uh let me uh, look up some pickup lines and I'll get right back to you after you tell me yours. Why you say it like that? I don't know. You sound like, like you're an actor. I'm an actor, he's an actor, and we're all uh, actors, and you're just got pranked or something like that. You kind of messed up there a couple you're, you yeah. almost, you almost messed up there a couple times. You know? You're like really trying not to mess up i've been talking a lot today no so hey join join the club wait patrick i think hold on something's wrong with my eyes because i can't take them off you (laughs) have you seen where uh, on tiktok they're like oh uh i have a problem when i close my eyes i can't see anything and people like oh my god are you okay like what what should i do should i go should i go call 911 like should I take you to the emergency room? Oh my gosh. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. My bad. You can cut that if you want. <sighs> you could probably cut the whole segment if you want to. <laughs> Do you have a map? No, I, why? I keep getting lost in your eyes. Okay. <laughs> this is starting to get really intimate. I hope, <laughs> hope you know CPR because you just took my breath away. Mm. all right <laughs> and also i'm no photographer but i can picture us together look into my eyes when you say it too <laughs> well i have to read it though <laughs> so <clears throat> oh, you, like, you like the shirt you, you like this shirt right here yeah it's okay do you know what it's made of boyfriend material yeah uh, nice <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you a magician? It's the strangest thing, but every time I look at you, everyone else disappears. Nice. I must be pretty good. <laughs> like how I set you to set up that one. Okay. Yeah, that was nice. If uh, if you were words on a page, you'd be fine print. <laughs> you got like the classic <laughs> ones over there. <laughs> You're like fine wine. The more of I drink in, the better I feel. Oh, the more oh. of you I drink. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. I, I, I think what we're learning right we're... now is uh, Patrick needs to work on his lines. Like obviously oh. he, he doesn't need them because he has a girlfriend. But I mean, like every now and then, maybe you just, you just want to throw one out at your girlfriend, you know? Yeah. Let him go. Hey, are you are you a bank loan? Because you got my interest. Yeah, you gotta be like that, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta throw it out. There. You know, speaking of J Cole, if you were a song, you'd be the best track on the album. Oh. I was wondering if you had an extra heart. You know what? Was just stolen. Wow, really? <laughs> on a scale of one to America, how free are you tonight? <laughs> like what? <laughs> Is your name Google? Because you have everything I've been searching for. Oh, I like that one. That's a good one. We may be on the same site because do you ever get tired from running through my thoughts all night? I've never seen that. I, oh, I, not, not on mine. Oh, well, the one that you just said was above that one. So I, was like, oh. I mean, these are everywhere. So yeah, <laughs> these are the same ones on every site. Wait, cheesy pickup lines for guys. Which one was these for? <laughs> girls? <laughs> I chose for girls. <laughs> like to 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 say to women, you know, I think that's how I, that's how I read it. But it could be that I'm the woman reading them. Wait, are these uh, gender neutral? Come on now. Hey, I mean, come on. Twenty twenty one. Your hand looks heavy. Can I hold it for you? <laughs> yeah, those are definitely for guys, right? Oh yeah. Somebody better call God. Because he's missing an angel. Patrick, why aren't you looking at me? I am looking at you. <laughs> I can't tell if that was an earthquake or if you just seriously rocked my world. Why'd you say why you move your head like that? Because <laughs> I was rocking my head. <laughs> oh, this is bad. <laughs> Can we just move on to sports? <laughs> One last one before uh, we move on here. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. This was funny, I thought. Um, uh, it's a good thing I have my library card because I'm totally checking you out. Why your library card? Why can't it be a credit card or something? Because I'm checking out the book, you know? Like, come on. What do you mean? Oh, come on. You can't check something out on the credit card. Can you? I guess on the cart. I don't know. All right, well, let's move on here. All right. Come on, let's do some real stuff here. Uh, yeah, let's get down to business here. Yeah, stop looking at my eyes. Um, uh, some baseball. Shohei Otani looks like he might be the new face of baseball here. He's uh, showing that he's probably, if not the best player in the world right now, the most important baseball player in the world right now. He is doing something that uh, I personally have never seen before. From a baseball player. For those who don't know who he is, he's a two-way baseball player. He both pitches and hits. So 
Uh, he's a starting pitcher for the Angel Angels, and right now he has a 2.37 ERA. And in 30 innings, he struck out 45 guys. So that's pretty impressive. And then he also leads the league in home runs with 14. So yeah. impressive. And he throws up the ball, you know, uh, 100 miles per hour, whatever, hitting the ball over 400 feet on his home runs. I yeah. Mean, Easy stuff, right? Also, Noah, he also plays right field, you know? <laughs> he literally just threw 90 pitches. And Joe Madden's like, hey, you're out to out f- right field now. So so he's playing literally every position for him. You know, uh, Mike Trout just got injured, so maybe we'll see him more in the outfield. But shout out to Shohei. He's doing his thing, and he's doing it well. Um, and he even steals bases. So, like, yeah, uh, what are you going to do? I don't yeah. know. He's an all-around guy. We don't say that often for baseball players because you either play, you know, like yeah, well, you're either a fielder or a pitcher, you know. It's yeah. not, you can't really be an all-around guy. Like, I, I don't know if people realize it's hard enough to do one of these things, you know. Yeah. It's hard to go out there and hit a ball coming at you 95 miles per hour, let alone go out there and then throw it 100 miles per hour Yeah. for strikes and it's strike homework. people out. Sheesh. And the next day come out, yeah, and then hit a ball 450 feet. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He's just different, you know? I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Yep, exactly. He was injured one year, right? He he missed a lot of games. Yeah, he had uh, – I think he had Tommy John last year. So this is, like, his real first real season, right? Yeah, Actually. and they, he played the year before, too, but he was kind of, like – they were just still trying to figure out what to do with him. Like, they were just, yeah. like, you know, throwing him out there sometimes to pitch and then having him DH, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah it's really the first time they really let him loose. Oh, in 2018, he was Rookie of the Year. Yeah, and then the next year, uh, I think he got hurt. Yeah. And then he kind of missed 2020. I think he only played a little bit. I don't think he pitched in 2020 that much. He just yeah. hit. And then uh, now he's doing both. So, first time I really got to see him. Yeah, exactly. So, shout out to him. But this did get me thinking because Patrick did this last week here uh, about getting one yard on a run whenever. Could, do you think you could get a hit in 10 at-bats? What what kind of pitching situation are we thinking here? Okay, so let, let's say it's like the, the middle rotation guy. It's not the best pitcher, but he's also not the worst pitcher on the team. Uh, he still throws a good 94 miles per hour. He's got a nice little curve, you know. The, the, the whole shebang, you know what Are I'm saying? Are we doing this, like, how last time, like, in this shape right now? Yeah, right now. Right now? How you are. Patrick's never been a baseball player, but, like, come on. I mean, he's <laughs> my played batting, before. My batting average, probably all my years of baseball, probably under a one. Okay. one. So. Wow. Um, I wasn't the best batter. I was there for a defense and uh, playing catcher because no one else would play catcher. So, hey, team player, you know, team player. <laughs> uh, I do, I do think this is way harder than getting one yard. So, uh, I that's why I'd like to know what you think. If you think you can get one, you know, and all I, it takes is a little swing and bunt. You know, maybe they're like, we're gonna play this guy. There's no way he's gonna hit it to the. He's, no, there's no way he's pulling the ball. There's no way. Honestly, 
honestly. I feel good about my chances, but I know for sure that's going to take until the very last one to maybe make contact. I'll probably I'll probably swing and miss the first nine, and I'm giving myself a chance on that tenth one because I've seen it. You know, I've seen how it works. What I need to look for, <laughs> hopefully, just putting it out there. Okay, how about I'm, this? How about how about in in the first fifteen to twenty at bats? You think you can, you can get one in then? A fifteen to twenty? Yeah, I think that I could get two. How many is that? Well, a five-game series. Let's say you got a playoff series. <laughs> you have four at-bats well, a game. Left bench. Come on, Noah. <laughs> you have four at-bats a game. <laughs> you think, think you can do it? I think I could get two hits. In 10? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, one, but in like, in like 20. One in 10, and then if I get 15 and 20, I'll bump it up one more to do. Okay, okay. Um, It'll... Also, if these are just fastballs, I could probably do it. If I if it's a curve, I can't tell, you know. I don't got that baseball IQ that I can see like which yeah, way yeah. it's moving. So Yeah. And um let me just throw this out there. Some of the the best best in the world can barely get two out of ten hits in, you know, ten at best. Barely, some of them. <laughs> Some of the best players in the world are barely getting two hits. <laughs> but this guy <laughs> sitting on the couch all pandemic. He thinks you can come up here <laughs> and get a hit. Like, no problem. I said it wasn't a problem. I, I'm just saying there is going to be a problem. The first nine mm-hmm. pitches... I, I wouldn't say you're wrong. I think I can do it too. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but like Patrick said, I think there's an adjustment period between those that first at bat and the 10th where I'm like, okay, this guy's throwing it and he, he's working me here. He's working me outside <laughs> corner. If I just get the bat on the ball, <laughs> this guy's throwing it 95. If I just hit it, you know, if I just square, like just get a little piece of it. That there's a chance it goes through the infield. You know, if they're throwing it hard enough that it bounces off my bat, you know, I get enough enough bat speed out there. I'm gonna make it easy for the people out there listening. You have a better chance betting it with Noah on this one. <laughs> the odds are better for Noah getting a hit just because of his baseball experience. <laughs> I don't know how many hits he had in his baseball career as well. Uh, I mean, my whole lifetime, I've had a, I have a good amount. Good amount? A yeah. thousand? A little. How much are we talking? In? Oh, a thousand hits? No, I don't know if I had that many. <laughs> I had no of growing hits up, in He's a career. ringer. He said five home runs per game. Yo, man. <laughs> you know, in high school, my production went down a lot. I just, you know didn't have it anymore i was i was ready to retire but before then i was a demon on the, on the baseball field i was i was one of the best players ever you know uh, you got some scouts looking at you in sixth grade oh oh yeah i had plenty of, of people looking at me they're like this guy could be something and then you know i just i just lost the motivation i don't know yeah but i think i could get one um i don't think i could get any more than one uh in the oh. 10 uh and we just have to be a really lucky hit but I think I could, you know, measure it out and I can do it. So 
measure out. I mean, you just have to like. If I can reach two more inches, I think I can make contact. Look, it's all about getting the bat on the ball. You know, getting that bat speed up, because those pitches are coming at you fast. You know, you've got to keep your hands, get them through the zone before the bat. You know, because there's no way you're pulling the ball, Patrick. You got to go opposite field. There's no way. I'm gonna be late every time. <laughs> That's why you got to keep your hands out in front. You know, you got to keep the barrel back. You just got to keep that that barrel through the zone as long as possible. You have the best chance to hit it. So, um, well, yeah. So let us know if you guys think you can get a hit in the in your first ten at bats in the majors on our Instagram or Twitter at the MPP Live. And now let's move on to to someone who I I I went to school with. Uh, I know personally, uh, Sabrina Ionescu former Oregon Duck. She just became the youngest player in the WNBA history to record a triple-double. So that's pretty awesome. And then uh, in the game right before she achieved that, she just hit a crazy game winner, one of the best game winners I've ever seen in uh, the WNBA. So Sabrina, you know, could be one of the best to ever play in the WNBA. You never know when it's all said and done. But just watching her in college and uh, in her games now, She's just on a different level than everyone else. Yeah, she's definitely changing the game for WNBA. Like Noah said, she had a wonderful career at Oregon and probably one of the best. Well, she got – what was the record that she broke? Uh, triple doubles. Triple doubles. Points, yeah. Points. Like, it was like points, rebounds, triple assists, doubles, I think. It yeah, was like 3,000, 2,000 or in something NCAA like that. NCAA history, yeah. Yeah, so she she was one of the best players out of college. And then, of course, her game translates so well to the WNBA. She's, she's She doesn't have to change anything. She's just going out there like it's another game, you know? So I think she'll – and this is her sixth game, and she got a triple-double, which is kind of crazy that six games into the season, I think the closest person – I saw it on ESPN. I think the first, or it took someone 50 games, I think, 59 games, 60 games to get their first triple-double, but it only took Sabrina six games. So that kind of just says something in itself. Yeah, she could be the Russell Westbrook of the WNBA. So go out there, take that triple-double record. I don't know what it is. Probably not that high. If uh, she already beat the fastest and the last one was 50 games or something by 54 games or 45 games. All right. So let's get into some uh, NBA stuff here. We got the NBA award predictions season just ended earlier, earlier this week. So we have a few different categories, MVP, most improved six man defensive player of the year, rookie and coach of the year. So let's start out. Do you want to start off like, just best of the best or you want to go from just like the least to the to the most important give me a category and i'll let you know all right well here we go so (laughs) let's do coach of the year all right so we got quinn snyder for the jazz tom thibodeau for the knicks and monty williams from the suns this is a hard one actually because each coach had a great year um quinn snyder they went on a crazy win streak as well. Uh, for the longest time, they had like two losses. Uh, Monty Williams for the Suns, you know what the Suns did. Second seed in the West, 
uh, Chris Paul doing his thing with Monty Williams. And uh, your boy, Tom Thibodeau. Good old Tom. Tom <laughs> turned the Knicks around. Uh, I got to go with uh, Monty Williams. You know, the Suns went 8-0 in the bubble without Chris Paul. So, of course, they're going to go on um, a good season uh, this year. They got the second seed, so I'm going to go Monty Williams. Okay, here I have Tom, my old friend Tom Thibodeau, Chicago Bulls. Um, yeah, I just think the Knicks were so bad. Like, they were so bad. And then he just comes in here, not even, doesn't even need a year, you know, just right now we're making the playoffs. Uh, I don't know if any other coach could have done that. Anytime Tim, uh, Tom Thibodeau goes to a team, they make the playoffs, like the, at least the very next season. So he just knows how to turn bad teams into playoff teams. And uh, that's why I'll just go with, with Tom. Nice. Because the Suns last year, you know, they just missed the playoffs. So, you know, they were already on their way. The Knicks were nowhere near their way to the playoffs. <laughs> and now they're the fourth seed in the East. So, I think you have to go, Tom. Yeah, I like that. So, next we'll go Rookie of the Year. Let's just get this one out of the way. This one's a tough one. Uh, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and Tyrese Halliburton. So, all really good. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Tyrese got enough recognition because he was on the Kings. But if you watch the way he plays, plays plays basketball the right way, always in the right spots, making the right plays. Um, the other two are just like machines, scoring machines that I don't know. I, I don't know who to choose, honestly. I, I think I would go LaMelo only just because his team made it to the play-in. But if it was whoever, like if, he, if they didn't make it, I would have gone Anthony Edwards because that guy had had like two 40-point games this season something like that three yeah. maybe even so so a lot of people overlooked anthony edwards for the longest time because he wasn't really scoring he wasn't really putting up any production compared to Lamelo. but but i gotta go this kind of is like last year actually you have like two really good favorites like who was it last year actually i don't <laughs> know between, you're the one that said it <laughs> it was between zion and uh Oh, oh, it wasn't a John Morant? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I kind of compare this to last year where LaMelo, like, was injured as well. Yeah, like Zion. Um, Like Zion. Not, like, to the same extent, like, how many games. But Anthony Edwards kind of, like, came into form at the end of the season and he was doing his thing. So, I got to go Anthony Edwards. Yeah, he just kind of came out here and just uh... – he started balling. <laughs> he, he looks like he the, had dunk of the year, I think potential. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, who who did he dunk on? Was it a Bulls guy? No. It was uh, I don't remember his name, but yeah, he had a few of them <laughs> where he, he just like. Oh no! It wasn't the Bulls. Oh, who was it? Was it? A, it was the guy in the Raptors, right? Yeah. Y- y- Yada Nobi oh, or something. Oh, make or yeah, yeah, y- y- Itanabi or something. Itanabi, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah he, he just like sent that guy to uh, the G League. So <laughs> where he was, yeah, it was kind of crazy. He, it was kind of sad. Uh, I felt bad for the guy. It was man. All right, yeah, but Anthony Edwards, great choice. Defensive player of the year. This one's hard for me because I don't care 
about defense <laughs> of players. <laughs> I feel like like a defensive player is kind of hard. I feel like a lot of great team defense is better. I don't know. Like it's kind of hard to pick out one guy, you know. But it's uh, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, and Ben Simmons. Um, I know Ben Simmons is a great defender because he can like guard a bunch of different positions, but he also plays point guard and he's like seven foot seven. So like obviously he's gonna have some great numbers playing guarding point guards. <laughs> like even though he can he can guard other positions, he mainly the point guard. I went with Rudy because his team's in first. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Good explanation, quick and simple. Um I'm not going with the hometown favorite uh Draymond Green because I don't really see him much as a defender as in like blocks or steals or anything. I just see him as like a good in your face, you know, playing good on ball defense. Pat I don't Bev. see him as what? Like a Pat Bev, a bigger Pat Beverly. Yeah. I don't see him like I don't know when's the last time I've seen a block a shot, honestly. <laughs> He's too small. <laughs> so I'm going with the Rudy Gobert because this guy just keeps winning defensive players of the year. <laughs> yeah, he has the four, most in... <laughs> four in a row now or something. Yeah. So might as well just give it to that guy. <laughs> Yeah, I just know. Rename the defensive player of the year to Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Rudy Gobert, <Ward. laughs> defensive of the year. Uh, so next we'll have the sixth man or the seventh man, according to this, because they got Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles who play on the same exact team, um, six and seven there, I guess, off the bench, um, and then Derrick Rose, my guy. But um. I got to go with your boy, D. Rose. You're going D? Yeah, just because who wants two jazz players? Come on now. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going Jordan Clarkson. That that dude's crazy. He will come off the bench and give you 30 points. like On 30 I, shots. <laughs> yeah, but still like 30, 30 off the bench. Like, why is he even coming off the bench? Any other team, he's, he's a starting guard, most likely. Um, Was he starting on the Cavs? Or no, was he still coming off the bench for the Cavs? I think he was still coming off the bench, but he still wasn't scoring like that. So <laughs> he just kind of. I think also with injuries for the Jazz as well. I think Conley got injured and uh, someone else got injured, so he did have a lot of playing time. Yeah, so I'm going Clarkson just because he can drop a thirty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, D Rose, love that guy. Glad he's playing great again. He definitely helped the Knicks, too. Oh, yeah. They're going to the playoffs. He's going to come off the bench, drop a 30 bomb, you know, just like he does. All right, next, uh, we have most improved. So this was a hard one, too, I think. So Jeremy Grant, Pistons, great season. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., I guess. Uh, and then Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> this was a kind of hard one. Well, because there's two Jeremy guys. Grant, <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. I guess. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you're com- <laughs> when you're comparing Michael Porter Jr. season to these two guys, what is he doing here? You know, <laughs> I gotta go with Julius Randle on this one. He was in the MVP race for the longest time. I think he's averaging thirty points this season. So yeah, gotta go with uh, Julius Randle. Jeremy Grant also great season. Really early on, he was dropping like thirty every game. Yeah. Um, then he got hurt, kind of held him back. Plus, he's on the Pistons, so 
people just started tri- triple teaming him. <laughs> and then uh, Julius Randle had to go Julius. Uh, like, he, how do you not choose him? The leader yeah. of the Knicks right now, four seed. No one thought they'd be there. So you have to go him. First time All-Star this year as well. Yeah. So now the Big Boy Award, the MVP. <laughs> we got Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, and Nikola Jokic. And like actual big guys on here, except Curry. <laughs> so here, here's what I'm going to go with. Okay. So I think if we go off like the normal way the NBA goes, how they vote, the writers, you know, all the analysts, whatever, it's going to be Joel Embiid because, you know, they he, love that guy. Everyone he, loves Embiid. <laughs> he plays great defense. He's the best scorer on the 76ers, and they're number one in the East. Yeah. But but if the, if the MVP actually went how it should, then it would go to Steph, you know. But like, how many times have we seen the the actual most valuable person not win? Like almost every single year, yeah. <laughs> the person who actually deserves it doesn't win. So honestly, uh, I see a lot of people betting uh, Jokic to win actually, but I know all the players want Steph Curry. Yeah, and then I think, I don't see any news about Embiid. I don't even think he's in the running, honestly, because I, I don't see anything. I think Embiid's got it locked, man. I don't know. I think he, he also Curry did the won the scoring title as well. I don't know if that plays a big factor as well. Uh, like if that makes a difference for the MVP voting because he's like mostly scoring. But yeah, and then the numbers that he put up this year, how can he beat that? Yeah, and then like uh, the Warriors also didn't make the playoffs. So that's another thing that goes against him. So how, like, you're going to give it to a team that didn't make the playoffs? Like, but also this is what the NBA he, does, as I'm saying. People also said that since Clay Thompson wasn't going to play this year, they also didn't think the Warriors are going to get this far again because they thought it was just going to be, like, another wasteful season like last year because that was really bad last year. But, might, might as well have been. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I got to go with Curry. I mean, he no had, bias I mean, or anything. Bias. Because um, if you look at past no, – Looking at the competition. If you look you at the past, if you look at the past, LeBron should, should have eight MVPs by now. Uh, Kobe should have way more than, what, one? I think he only has one. You should have way more than one, you know? So, if you go off the earth three, whatever it is. But you should have way more than that. Um, I mean, at this point, just give it to Rudy Gobert. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> and the next topic here, talk a little bit about the play-in games. Oh, we don't uh, care. The Warriors <laughs> lost. The Bulls aren't in it. Who cares? I like I the play. I don't care who wins this year. Let's do you, move on. Do you like the playing format? I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. I know a lot of people uh, are like, "What the heck's going on? Did they not make that?" I was like, "Well, you know, this year they kind of did it weird. You know, they're having these play-in games, and so I had to explain it numerous times to numerous different people. So, you know, if someone could." get their act together and you know explain it a little better uh but i like it i don't know i did i like how like it gave the grizzlies a chance to make it and they did you know like yeah a team that feel good story yeah like now everyone like come on everyone's rooting for the grizzlies now to beat the jazz like come on like there's no way there's people out there that are like i want the jazz to beat the grizzlies that aren't jazz fans 
you you have to go you have to go with the underdog there. You know, shout out to the Grizzlies. They put up a great fight. John Morant had a season high. Yeah, and they high. they won the fight. Like five threes. <laughs> so good for them. Actually, I'm glad the Warriors didn't make the playoffs. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if that was the case, then they should have just tanked. Like, <laughs> what was the point? Of course, the Warriors aren't going to tank. They don't have that mentality. Steve Kerr is not a tanking type of guy. They fire him. Okay. Well, you know, a lot of people blame Kerr because he didn't play Curry more than six minutes in the fourth quarter. (laughs) So we'll just go in the West here first. Rapid fire. Just, yeah. No analysis. So now now we're going to go a little bit through the NBA playoffs here. And we're going to. We're just gonna choose first round, first round wins. Nothing else. Uh, like Patrick said, no analysis because he's just so disappointed right now that the Warriors lost. <laughs> disappointed. And that they lost to the Grizzlies. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> they had it coming to him because like, I mean, they, they make sense to lose to the Lakers. Beat, they but... barely beat the Grizzlies when they just played them two nights ago. So of course, of course, Grizzlies are gonna make some adjustments and then beat them. So. Of course, of course, yeah. Okay, so first we got Utah Jazz versus the Grizzlies. Who do you think is winning? Utah Jazz because of Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert. I think the Grizzlies are going to win because uh, Gobert actually has to go against the center in Valencia Yunus. So, uh, yeah, that's the Grizzlies in seven. Okay, Clippers versus Dallas Mavericks. You know, I think Pandemic P is going to show back up in the playoffs. Every so I'm year. on Mavs in seven. I mean, what most people haven't realized is that we get a pandemic every year during the playoffs. Uh, pandemic P. And Yago yeah, and Mavericks, they almost beat them last year. So yeah. as I think if uh, Porzingis stays healthy, I don't even know if he's healthy right now, uh, they, they can win it in six. I feel like Porzingis never plays. I don't yeah, see like, that guy never. He's ever. always hurt. He's always hurt. Yeah, and he's kind of trash too. I don't know. Uh, next we got Denver and the Portland uh, Blazers, Portland Trail Blazers, and uh, I got Denver Nuggets because I don't think Portland has enough firepower. You know what? I have the Blazers because Jamal Murray's out, and I don't think the Nuggets have good enough guards to play with the Blazers guards. So, um, and they have Nurkic, so Nurkic can kind of keep up with Jokic. So I think it's going to be a tough matchup, but I think the Blazers have a chance. If they take it to seven, Blazers win. And then the next we have the Phoenix Suns and the (laughs) Lakers. All of Noah's predictions so far, just uh, going to seven. (laughs) All of them are going to seven. (laughs) All underdogs. That's the only way underdogs are going to win if it goes to seven. (laughs) And then this one's uh, five games Lakers win. I got the sweep with the Lakers. Sweep. Okay. Uh, I, the I, world. I think Chris Paul and Booker can win one game. But that's it. Uh, so now we're going to go to the East. We have the 76ers with the future MVP on it and the Wizards. With the Wizards. <laughs> with the, Westbrook and Beal. The Wizards, uh, low-key. I, I think the Wizards got this one. I think oh, okay. they can upset. 
Oh, I didn't think they were going to win. But... Up, I'm going to think they're going to upset in seven. You know? Seven? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I think 76ers are sweeping. <laughs> I, but I do think the Wizards will, like have tough games. Tough games for sure. Down to the wire. That's what they know how to do. That's for sure. In every game, bold prediction, Westbrook's going to have a triple-double. <laughs> I don't know how bold that is. I mean, no. he, did it, he did it for like the past 30 games in a row. So um, Next, we got the Knicks. Versus the Hawks. This one. You know what? I think a lot of people want to see the Knicks win. So I'm going to go Knicks. Plus Derrick Rose is on the Knicks. Uh, Knicks in five. Atlanta really made the playoffs? Yeah, they had like a really good like end of the season. I got to go Knicks. I I just think everyone wants to see the Knicks win, you know? (laughs) Because it's the Knicks. And Spike (laughs) Lee, you know? All right, so we got the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Miami Heat rematch. This is a good one. I got again. I got Heat in seven. And once again, everyone would want to see the Heat, you know? Yeah. You know what? I just want to see Milwaukee lose just because I want to see what they do. Like, yeah, because they, they've already made a trade. They got Drew Holiday, and then they signed him yeah. for 17 years. Like, what it is. else can the Bucks do to like <laughs> make the finals or even win uh, the championship? Hey, Jimmy Butler does not lose. I'm going with the Heat in five. Nice. You know, Giannis has 50 in one game, and that's why they win. But that's it. Yeah. And then uh, everyone's favorite game here, I think. A lot of people are looking forward to this. I, mainly just for the Nets. But the Nets versus the Celtics. <laughs> well, you know, Noah's not going to take the Boston because he doesn't like Tatum. And Jalen Brown's injured, so all they have is Tatum. But I got Brooklyn uh, in a sweep. You know what here? I got surprise. I got the Celtics losing in four. So, there you go. So, Nets in four. <laughs> <laughs> Net sweep. <laughs> Net sweep. That's it. Uh, yeah, so we'll keep you guys updated on the playoffs as they go along. Uh, when when, is, when are the first games next week? Like Sunday, Monday? Sat- this Saturday. Saturday? Tomorrow, tomorrow? Yeah, I think it's the East. So no, pre- I, think, I think it's East and West tomorrow. They play tomorrow. So playoffs starting soon. Um. Yeah, so by next week, it'll probably be the next round. And we'll definitely have some more decisions there. So this has been uh, another episode of the NPP, the Noah and Patrick podcast, episode 60. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Probably our best one ever. Laters.